This is CliffCentral.com. Keeping it real on CliffCentral.com. Womandla on CliffCentral.com. It is one minute past 12. It's the second Wednesday of February, which is also just leading up to Valentine's Day. I'm beside myself today because I always, 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 always wanted to have a show like today, which is like all those soppy love songs that you only hear on a Sunday, that make you want to fall in love, that make you miss the one you love, that make you... <laughs> that, uh. Yes. And more importantly, I have got in studio with me today, Grant Shakwane. <laughs> you make it sound so important. No, I was, you can't, before you say anything, you have to start with the Shibaba. Do. <laughs> Oh boy, I can't believe this. Uh. <laughs> you, it's very important because I think it's undeniable mm. that in the 90s, in this country, the level of elation of the people was on all different levels of amazing. And I was kind of in my teens, so I was the exact girl that, that all those love songs spoke to. Yeah. Mm. And Metro, at the time, Radio Metro, <laughs> was also the first time we had an urban English-speaking radio station, national, that catered to the urban and the, if you, you know, not the radio, Zulu radio, Tswana radio, what, what. This was talking to a cosmopolitan black South African mm. in a way that's unbelievable. Well, that's and true. You were one of the voices. Yeah, we started the whole thing. I think it was 1986 when, uh, you know, they, it came that uh, there's going to be a black radio in English. Mm-hmm. And we had never heard anything from anywhere. You know, like uh, you wouldn't say, even if it's a voice, you wouldn't say, I would like to be like so-and-so or I would like to do things like that. We just started and we had to start this thing from nothing. And uh, by then we were playing records, eh? you know, LPs. Ten table. Yeah, ten table. <laughs> uh, you had that little thing, you got your cut, cut number, so and so and so, you know, from the beginning. And uh, we didn't have a, uh, we didn't have a library and uh, we just had to, uh, at the time, we, we used actually to bring our own albums. You know, in your own show, you bring your own albums and you, br- uh, you play your own songs. That's the only way to pick it, you know. But I was always a um, typecast as uh, someone who was always going to do the Sunday thing, the weekend thing. Though I did a little bit of Saturday as well, but I did, uh, I did the weekend thing. So on the Sunday. weekend thing is that really you? So that's you. Yeah, you that's are, me. That's your yeah. music. Yeah, that since, you play since in the your house. Yeah, the weekend thing was me, and uh, I was, because I had a, a permanent job, so I was working during the uh, weekend, and weekends I'll go to the radio. And so, um, you know, I doubled up like that and, uh, and it became, I just, I was typecast and I, I just wanted the weekend thing and everything in my mind was always depicting people in the weekend, relaxing or whatever from church or going to church, you know, all that stuff. So I was, I had been a weekend person for all my life and what a joy. I love it. Joy. <laughs> 
I loved it and I'm still doing it. It's still a weekend. You know, it's the only time when I, I sit back and relax and then I know I'm sure people are there. What could they be thinking about? What do they want? What can they listen to? And then I'd go to the songs, but well, songs that were more relaxed, you know, mm-hmm. and so on. But then shifting more and more to love songs because uh, I always believe that there's nothing greater than love. So, uh, nothing greater than no love. ways, you know. And so I started spreading this love uh, theme and, uh, it, you know, love songs and all that. And, uh, and, uh, I, I created a niche market for myself and people started liking it and, uh, they would relax in it. And people would call me and say, Hey, we are here. Uh, you know, others would tell me, Hey, we dodged from such a place. We wanted uh, to come and sit back and listen to your show. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna start with the song. It's so amazing to be loved. I follow you to the moon and the sky above. And you and I. It already feels like Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are the things, you know. And I would always say soft as a baby's toucher. Cool as a summer breeze, it's kind of warm as the fires glow and fresh as the morning dew. Oh, that's the one! <laughs> that's the one! Completely takes me back. And you're sitting in here singing along to the songs. Did you always sing along to the Yeah, I did because, you know, I was always alone. And I would create this thing. I had to get a balance. I had to try things and, uh, you know, for the, all those years. And I didn't know. And I was, I was the one who came on Sundays and everybody was there during the week until Saturday. And I would come on Sunday afternoon. And, um, you know, I had to, I had to have some difference. And, uh, I couldn't compete with the, I was always the older one as well. And I couldn't compete with the young guys who were going out. Uh, but but what was your weekday job? What was your weekday job? No, I was, I was doing marketing. I was, uh, I was at the uh, marketing um, advertising Is company. Really? Yeah, for years. O- Ogilvy? No, JWT. JWT. Yeah, JWT, yeah. I worked there for about, I think, 15 years. And I stayed there and the weekends I would go there. And then who taught you how to, to, to be the DJ? To be, how did you know you could do it? No, I didn't. I didn't. We all started, you know. They recruited, there was this ad which said they wanted people there, and guys came with a little bit of experience, guys came from nightclubs and so on, you know, and uh, I just came, I, I just loved music. Yeah, copyright, and then I loved music, and then I just thought, I like, I like this job. Then I tried to, you know, to get in there, and I was busy during the weekend, people would go there, jostle, and you know, and uh, get written their names, giving their names, and so on, and I would come on Friday late. And then I called the, the, the guy who was organizing it was Kosatebe by then. And uh, I, I called him and said, look, man, just put my name in there. I, I, I really want to do this thing. And uh, he said, no, man, I mean, this is for young guys, you know. They play, they play music and music has been, you know, classy music and hot music. You know, I said, said, no, just put me in. And he said, okay, I'm going to put you in and I'm going to try for three months. And uh, if you don't, you know, if you can't fit into this rhythm and the mood of the times at the time, then uh, you'll, you'll, you won't say I didn't give you a chance. And then I said, mm. okay, fine. And then did I did you know that, did you, did you anticipate that you would be the kind of celebrity that you became? No. Uh, girls, you know, what about the girls, ne? I can tell you from, <laughs> from eight to 80, 
every girl was in love with this guy's voice. I know, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a farm guy. <laughs> I came from a place called Bronco Street in the east of Pretoria, and uh, I picked up music um, quite early. As I remember, one time I was working in a garden uh, in the farms there, and then I heard a song sung by. Uh, it was, uh, but I was I was about nineteen or so, and uh, it was a song sung by. Um, I think it was uh, Ray Charles, and he was doing a thing called, uh, what was he doing? It was in the evening, and I was looking through the window, and it, it, it was a very, very um, beautiful, beautiful song, you know, in real American style, and, you know, the Ray Charles theme. Yeah, and uh, I can't stop loving you, yeah. Oh, yes. I can't stop loving you. And then I, I got mad. And then I listened to it and the, the owner of the house said, what listed You know, it was, it was from the LM mm. radio, you know. And then I said, ah, you know, I just heard this song and it was the only song ever sung because they were playing, you know, like rock and yeah. all those things, but they liked Ray Charles and there was a countdown, you know, by uh, David Davis, mm. you know, it was a DJ there, uh, number one in line. And so and then he came in, then I know. Did you think I want to be this person? Yeah, and then I said, This is my line, and this is my life. And music being what I loved, I had a group there uh, in the farm. We used to sing uh, at parties and so on, but uh, not very good, but we did make some noise. And um, I always liked music, and there were some guys playing guitars, always joined them, we talked about it, and we had our little song. But then, um, somewhere I joined the SABC, SABC, S. Clark, you know, earlier. And then I, I got the opportunity of getting so much music that uh, I could listen to a lot of music mm-hmm. all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, lunchtime, I'd lock myself in the booth there and then play these albums. Mm-hmm. And all American, you know, all American R&B, all American soul, you know, all of them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Rita Franklin, you know, uh, you know, all of Marvin Gaye, you know. All, Speaking of the old songs, I think, you know, one of the things that for me, with with the shows that you had, we got to learn to love the music that wasn't music from our generation, Yeah, if I were to speak. And and one of the songs that, that for me has endured the test of time, and every time I hear the song, I still think, I can't believe I like the song. This guy's so old. Why do I even like the song? And and I can attribute it to people like you. Yeah, I think the, the other thing is that uh, uh, when I got into music, thing, I, 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 I involved myself into what I was doing. It is a song, I've got to like it first, so that the people can feel that I'm not just dishing out things. I, I actually involve myself. I actually like what I do. You love what you do. You know, do. and uh, I think that one of the little, you know, uh, attributes, you know, that made uh, the whole show, my shows different, you know. And uh, I, started, I started involving myself. I started talking before the song. I presented the song. And then after the song, I always tell you about the song, just a little bit. Sometimes I did some sing-alongs and all that. So and it created... Uh, that time we went to Yatay Paluna Great memories, man. And it, if if you listen to the song, it's a, it's a lousy song. It's sung by you know <laughs> Pace Sledge, you know, big hair and stuff like that. But if you listen to the lyrics, 
you'll understand when a man loves a woman, what it means, what it does. And once you, you get into that grip, into that kind of feeling that, uh, you know, it's an incredible thing to love a woman. And you start loving the song. And then you start understanding the song that uh, it had a message out there to give people um, something that is nice. You know, I, I always tell people, they ask me, hey, yo, how long are you, uh, have you been living? And then I give them, <laughs> and then they say, oh, hey, you must be doing a lot of things. And I say, yeah, there are a lot of things I know. And one of them is that uh, uh, a woman needs nothing but love. That's all. You know, I've seen there through my life. And uh, I think woman needs nothing. I don't think there's anything special. She can be eccentric. She can be emotional. She can be what? But I think all women love one thing. Love. Oh, yeah. That's it. And this is why. That's this, it. This I mean, you can, you can research them. You can try to understand. You can't understand them. Because you're trying to understand an impossible thing. The simple thing is that a woman lo loves love. A woman loves to be loved. That's it. Every woman loves yes. to be loved. If you love a woman, then what the hell? What does he want anymore? And no. then this is the thing that they made. I think that made you and and the other Sunday guys, I, I think a couple of years ago when, when Eddie's only passed, the the grief of women... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but here's what I want to know. As you under, you seem to understand women so deeply. And this is the thing that then made every girl love you so much. Are you a ladies' man? In terms of what? Loving <laughs> women? I think I do love them and they love me back. <laughs> but they love you. <laughs> yeah, women need to be loved. You love you. Treat them well, you know, and uh, so in the height of your celebrity dom, yeah, no, people it was like, like that. Yeah, people are like calling me, God. and they would call me, they would phone me, and do that. And uh, remember, I was married as well, I had wife, and all those things. But you had to, how did you deal with that? How did, how did, how did you deal with the attention all of a sudden, overnight, it would seem, of all the women in the country, you know, and, <laughs> and and balancing it out with with my family. A jealous wife, yeah, because all wives are jealous by nature. Yeah, you know, uh, it was amazing because uh, you you playing music. We we, we had a research to find out which DJ is more loved, how many people listen to this program, and how many you know. Uh, demographically, mm. uh, women, and men. In my program, it was always 80 something female. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some didn't even know me. They never saw me. I, I was not, you know, I, I didn't course, go out a lot. Because radio um, lives, unlike today, where, where I think about us here at, at the station, Cliff Central is everywhere. Cliff yeah. Central is online, it's on Facebook, it's on. So you, who you are and what you look like. It's easy it's to everywhere. Yeah. But Whereas back then you were just a no. voice on the other side of the wireless. Yeah, and I was just always I didn't go out to parties and stuff like that, and I would just stay at home and uh, hold the mystery. No man, mara how much attack and alu and how rudimela uswaban? Then I would be there, and then I come on Sunday. I pour it out, mm. you know, all the imagination. I would plan my my show from Monday 
you know, keep on thinking, can I play this music? What can it do? And then the weather suddenly changes. And then I say, no, I don't, I don't think this one will fit. Let me change this. I'll, I'll have a bag of, of, of records. Really? And then Hell, now it's raining. They are no more moving out, you know, all those things. They are not in the parks anymore. I think now they're in-house. How can I give them something, you know, to keep them there, to make them feel good? And then I'll, I'll go to a song that says, Warm as a fire. You know, and then, and then I say, hey, this is the GS Connection Close Corporation for the time of your life and, and the, the life, life of, of your, your time. time. I'll be easy and gentle on your mind and ever so kind to your ear. I'll be soft as a baby's touch and cool as a summer breezy. I'm going to be warm as a fire's glow. I'll be fresh as the morning dew. And I'll be smooth as an ocean cruise. And then I'll play a beautiful, beautiful love song. This is CliffCentral.com. Oh boy, that's the kind of stuff I used to dish out, you know. Uh, preaching love, giving people what, you know, I had to take them from one level to another level. You know, you mustn't feel you, you're nothing, or you mustn't feel, you must feel loved. You must, you know, love makes you to be accessible to people. People start loving you because you love them. And there's no way that you can love people and they hate you. No, it's going to be something that they will be, they will feel better. They will feel, they will feel nicer towards you. And love was like, I always tell people that, uh, I could go to any religion as long as they preach love. Yeah. Love, love is love. Love is big. Love is, uh, is forgiving. Love is, love is loving. Love makes things happen. Love makes, uh, enemies uh, to become friends. You know, love, love is beautiful. It, I use that vehicle. And uh, built on it and read things about it and started, uh, I had a little uh, talk, um, which I used to call, um, um, you know, um, um, f- uh, a thought for the day. I did it for about three, four days. And I'll talk mainly about love, even if it was religious, but it was love, even if it was just general love. I'll read that thing which I read and then share it with the listeners. And then play a love song. I mean, I think, if anything, that's why that Whitney Houston song, because the 90s, the music in the 90s, the R&B, the soul, I think it came to a a cosmic convergence. Yeah, it was. In the 90s. It it was like a cosmic convergence of the greatest Mm. In R and B, yeah, at that time. it was big. Eh? It was big, and the guys were like, though it was the nineteen seventies coming. You know, you take the seventies music and bring it there. You know, you know, Motown, and you bring all those guys. You know, and you bring all those things that they used to sing, and then give it a platform, and people start realizing that. That was the good music. And since then, it's very difficult to do. Yes, we do all other things because things have evolved. You know, things have changed. There are, there are people who are, who feel love differently. But it's still love, but it's it been presented differently uh, for a different audience, you know. Uh, but I still believe that uh, relevance, being relevant, you can be relevant. If you're relevant, uh, it doesn't change you. I'm still doing what I was doing. 
all the time because relevance to me has got a little bit of honesty in it. And honesty is very close to truth. And the truth, you can't change truth. You can't so, do anything. I mean, when you say, when yeah. you say the GS connection and you, and you talk it up like that. It's, it's me. It's my life. Did you used to write it down? No, I just because only copywriter. So now I'm, maybe, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Maybe Would you write it down and then and then we rehearse again. at home before you get to the studio. Or did it just pour out of you Sometimes in the studio? Sometimes it just poured out because of the song. You know how the song was, and uh, I started getting these things. And uh, I mean, like Shibabadu. Shibabadu, Shibabu. I, 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 Where it did came, that come I, from? I, I want, I don't know, but I wanted to say, sit back and relax. <laughs> and then, and then I went to, and hey, this is, this is the connection in motion, man. And the time is not moving to, and so on, so on, so on. So on. And the song, I, I'm talking on top of the song. Yeah. And the song becomes more beautiful. You know, and, uh, and I said, Shibabadu. And then I said, Shibabu. <laughs> Oh, so that was you just talking in Yeah, terms. that's talking in my, 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 I don't know, prophetic language. In your spirit voice. Was, yeah, in my <laughs> spirit voice. And then it came, and it became big, and it became beautiful, and became nicer. And, you know, I used, I used to have shows outside and uh, on radio while I was uh, at Metro, and then to, to make a show, and people flock, and then I'll do all these things there, and I'll find guys who do exactly what I do, reciting exactly what I used to do. <laughs> For the time of your life, yeah. Well, for the time of your life and the life of your time. You know, our manager went, went to a meeting in New York. It was this all these radio things from all the world, all the countries. They were in, um, they converged in, in New York and they were, it was a big endeavor. And course went to represent South Africa. He was representing Radio Metro. But then it was just Radio Metro. And then he says, and they introduced him and they said, uh, this is Kurs Hadibi uh, from <laughs> South Africa, and the radio station is called Radio Metro. And then he says, when he went to the podium and started talking, he heard a voice shouting there, for the time of your life and the life of your time. <laughs> came back to the lady to me, and I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe you're so infectious. He says, right in New York, and it was a white guy. And then he says, the guy visited here. And then he listened to me on a Sunday. Mm. And then he got hooked and he stayed for a week here. And he was listening to me every Sunday. Every mm. Sunday you tune in and you know, and I, you felt more at home, especially because I was playing American music, you know. Mm. You know, I was playing, I was very, very influenced with, uh, you know, mm. OJs, you know, you know, all, all the American stuff, you know. So I would play that. And uh, this guy felt very much at home. And then I, I played the music. I loved the music. And I didn't play it because I had to play it. I played it because I, I felt it could be meaningful to someone. Mm. You know, and uh, somebody might, might, might get some joy and somebody might get, uh, get lifted and, and join me in this height of exhilaration where I lived, you know. Where and does then, it come from? Where does that exhilaration come from in you? I don't know. Maybe it comes from, Good, good 
bringing up my head an incredible mother. The love was out of this world. Mm-hmm. You know, she would talk to me and when I when I when I do a thing, she would say, Yo, and praise me. It's a way see and I shall you know, and all that stuff. I think there was so oh, much love. Do, did your mother do that? Because always yes, how do we talk us off? You can hear that GS connection who in in a in a praise sing, yeah. singing. Yeah, my mom, my mom used to do that. And if she wanted to, to to give me some job, which was maybe I wouldn't like, and she started with the praise things, and then all those things, and then she praises me, and then I'm, uh, but I go and do the job, you know. It was all these these um, uh, yeah praise things and and um, laughter in the family, and I was the firstborn. I was very close to my mom. And yeah. mom was the first one with her, and uh, uh, it was it was like uh, she was my friend, you know. But yeah. w- w- at, at at about six seven, I used to play with her. We used to race, and uh, you know she would run and then say, "I beat you" and all those things. But so being the first one was like very close to her, and I had all the the the, the, the niceness that she gave to a child because of being the first one. But I, I had an incredible time. So maybe. Maybe it comes from there, the joys and the, the, you know, the laughter in the family and all those little things, you know. It was a very close-knit family. Um, yeah, I think that there was, there was a lot of happiness uh, where, where, where I come from. My, my dad didn't abuse my mom. I've never heard them shouting, you know. I, I mean, where I lived, it was country, you know, the, you know, yeah. you know but they're known as men who beat up women yeah. and all those things. My, my dad, I never hate them quarrel. Never, ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up there and my father, my father was just a country guy, but, but he, I've never heard them shouting. Nothing. You know, I just grew up there and, yeah, you know, there was nothing. We heard stories. Women would be beaten, coming, running away, coming to my mom's uh, little uh, place and uh, mm-hmm. hiding there and all those things. But my mom and my dad, no, I, I didn't experience that. It so was, you're uh, just the naturally happy guy. Yes, it was happiness there and, you know, laughing and, you know, it was like a, you know, in the, in the farms there, we, you don't stay alone. We had a coco, and then my mom's little cottage there, and then Honalapa, this mm. wall like that, you know. Yeah. And people would always drop in there and talk and laugh. Oh, you know, and then, and, you know, it was always that, that little culture. But uh, it was so, it was open, but happy. Yeah. yeah, we had this little love, and then my uncle's daughters, my uncles had only girls, and my mom had only boys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so they would come and visit the home there, you know, make noise, and all those things would chase them around, you know. We had this cousin thing, which is traditional, where your cousin could almost be your wife, mm-hmm. you know, and you could marry if you want to marry your cousin. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm a derivative of the Mapulana. You know, from Bushbag Ridge. Is that why you know Mpusaka's Pulan? Yeah, Kimopulan. Umopulan. Umopulan. I could go Bushbag Ridge. Shakonia Kumumuto Palaying. So it's, it's, a, it's all those little things. And, um, you know, they are just happy people. You know, noisy, you know, talking loud and all those things. And we had traditions would chase your, your, your cousin, sister and touch her breast. Mm-hmm. That would have been, and she would, 
make sure you can't reach it. You know, shout and all. And the And we would laugh. And and there were initiations as well. At the initiations, when the girls uh, come back, they would wear, you know, like beads. Mm-hmm. And there was always something hanging at the back there. Mm-hmm. And then they dance. Mm-hmm. And then they would hit the drums and dance and dance and dance. And if you chose one of them, you'd hold that little hanging thing and you dance behind her you know these guys who wanted to marry them because mm. now they know they yeah. were now women you know and all but there was all this beauty all this love all this uh, there was always love you know you know if your cousin drops something mm. and you you pick it up you don't give it back because it's just came out so you pick it up oh boy there was so much love there was so much uh, Incredible, incredible open society, you know. Uh, and then maybe it, uh, I was uh, affected and you know, infected, infected <laughs> and uh, and then I carried back to the to the urban areas and I did my thing. And I, I, t- I tell you, it was my thing. I actually chose to 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 play um, R and B and to play, uh, you know, like uh, soul because I couldn't compete. You know, with the guys we were playing like. So you found your space. Yes, I just told, and then I was already warned that if you don't, you know, if you don't make it, if you don't, don't catch it, it, we are humble. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to, I had to dig around. What can I went back to what I love? Mm. You know, I just one, one Sunday I just picked up my bag, and then I I told I told uh, Mrs. S that. Uh, this is today. I'm going to do my best. And my daughter was always supporting me. Lebo. She was always, Papa, Papa, what's And then she should always be with me. Sometimes I'll take her to the studio. Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell her to choose the music. Mm-hmm. And then she would choose the music. And then I said, today, it's my last day. <laughs> if they don't like my show, I don't think I'll go back there. I'll go and work at, the, at my company. After all, I've got a job. Man. You know. And then I went there. Boy, did I go back. Did I go back? I just went back to the old, old music and I played. You know, I just played the real, real soul. You know, I went to Joe Tex. I went to, you know, I went to Sam Cooke. You know, I, I went to the old Americans who were singing like, you know, I, I, I just went back, Aretha Franklin. I went back, Dion Warwick. I went back. I, I just dug in there and I said, for these three hours, I'm going to give them what represents me, my soul. And then I, I went in there and I didn't talk much and then I just played good old um soul music, real American, Ray Charles, you know, and, and oh boy. And then it was so nice. And I, I was sweating like, you know, that day. I, I felt uh, you know my 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 call it is my job was on what? the line. No. And then at about, uh, it's 12 to 3, at about half past 2, because the manager called me and then said, hey, Grant, I got calls and they all think what you're doing is the best it's thing amazing. in the world. Boy, and then I said, I just, oh, okay. And then I, I, I went mad. The last 30 minutes, I killed it, I killed it, I killed it. And then I packed my bags and I went home. And that was the beginning of the GS Connection Close Corporation, the Sunday afternoon show. It was a brand on its own. People, you know, com- companies would call me. You know, I remember, I remember one time, uh, Levi called me and said, Grant, they were listening. And then he said, Grant, we have got 24 pairs of jeans. 
give them away. Our oh, endorsement, Baba. <laughs> endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is cruising. You know, you cruise. I'll sing with you the beat, so you can keep it a little bit, just to show you how how crazy I go when I play this song. Huh? Yeah. Baby, let's cruise away from my head. Don't be confused, baby. The way is clear. I didn't even know that. And thing. if you want it, you got it forever. Hey. Oh, babe. Oh. Music, take your mind. studio for three hours no, it by was yourself. Not really hard. It was a, it was actually one of the best times of my life. You know, I would, I would involve myself so much that when I get out of there, I would be so thirsty, I would be so hungry, and I would be so tired. And I would drive straight home. And then uh, on the way, I would call uh, Mrs. S and say, Wapiling, please just prepare. I'm just 10 minutes away from home. And then she would dish out there. I would just eat and then sleep. I'll be exhausted. I'll just be finished. You know, I, I would give everything. And then when I get there, I'll be so tired and then I just sleep. And then I, I but the, the, the rewards, you know, I won awards. I think I won awards three times, you know, and uh, everybody just thought I was out of this world. Everybody loved what I did and everybody started getting hooked to, to, to the way I, I listen to music to the way I react and to the way I, I, I sometimes, you know, go with the songs. There's a song which uh, Michael Jackson does. It says, will you be there? Mm. Yeah. Right in the middle there, it keeps quiet and plays instruments and he comes back over those instruments. I'll do my thing and I'll do a real biblical thing. Like in the beginning was the word. And the way it was with God, and the way it was God, and the music was like, you know, it was all, it, it is very Christian, and, and the way it was God. And, you know, I would go with it exactly bang. And when, when I finish, because I timed it, when I finish, Michael Jackson comes in, and, and I always say, take it over, Mike. And then he comes in, and he talks, and he talks, and he talks right up to the end. <sighs> Boy, and I, I did all the wrong things on radio. <laughs> And everybody loved it. Nobody ever, you know, they did the research there. It was a dipstick thing. They check every DJ, uh, you know, what his weaknesses are and all those things, where he can improve. Asking people, they asked all the DJs there and they came to me. I was told by was you couldn't uh, divulge that, you know. And they say, then they said, Grant, no, all right. Music, no, all right. My uh, presentation, no, all right. And then, you know, talking to people, you know, communication, no, all right. I did get not even one thing. And of course, I couldn't believe it that you, you sing, 
you do things, you you jump onto music sometimes when it plays, and and then I was the only one doing that, and it was never. It's 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 unethical. It's unethical because <laughs> we were taping that music. Yes, and people were like, <laughs> people hey, were taping we're there. Tape. We don't have you know, these songs. Sometimes they would phone. Buy these songs. They would phone. The next thing, Grantu, we are cool. And they were cool. And then, and then they would warn me. You know, guys would phone me and say, Grant, please, man, <laughs> just for one hour, don't, don't, don't involve. And then they do, and then. What should I do? And then I'll, I'll leave it. And then the call was, hey, no, I'm sorry. You know, you didn't inter- interfere. <laughs> but the, the, you know, uh, but what a life. I'm telling you what a life. And uh, I didn't, I didn't go, I didn't become a DJ because I wanted to be hip. No, I wanted to play music. I wanted to have fun with life. And I wanted to, to, Get people to feel how I feel when I when I play good music, and uh, I I know all the songs that I play, all of them, and I feel what they tell me. You know, there was there's a girl who, who, who used to sing, uh, um, that's uh, Loretta Holloway doing a thing called I'm in Love, mm-hmm. boy, and uh, she 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 says I feel like a a baby boy in Christmas with a brand new toy. In, uh, and I felt it because I, I remember once got so happy. My dad brought me some toy. He was working in Springs mm-hmm. and then he brought some toy and I was in the farms there and I was the only one who had a toy oh. that Christmas. Boy, and I, the elation, I still feel it at my age. When he put the thing, I said, they used to call me Japani, meaning a weak thing. Oh. Yeah, Japani. And then people, Call him in the studio, call me Japan, mm. because they wouldn't say, they didn't know what it meant. Mm. So my dad would walk in and say, Japan, this is for you. You know, he gave me the toy, my, my heart pumped and I went a little dizzy and I was young, I was about, um, I was about 18, I still remember, because he walked in there, my father was like a god to me. You, you wore a suit and a tie and you'd walk in there. In the village there, they, they liked him because he had this dignity and, and he was the sweetest, sweetest man in the world. He was, he was kind. He was, he was good. You know, I don't know about with my mom, but to us, you know, to me especially because I was the firstborn, I felt them both, you know, my mom and my dad. And they, he, he, he was oozing. Genuineness. Did they ever get to see you in in your in your DJ life? My mom, yes. My mom had it. My dad didn't get it, but my mom uh, got everything. You know, in Mamirodi, when I was on air, the whole township, the whole everywhere, the rank, and everywhere they play in my street, they opened the same. And we have the radio loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, the whole block. <laughs> I was in section V and uh, they would say, Letty, Letty, Wanakaumo Moyeng. Then my mom would say, And then And then they opened and then he listens. He listens until three o'clock. After three o'clock, he says, What's the one? And they say, No, what's my And then he says, she says, Okay, I'm sure Rob is going. And then she sleeps. Sometimes she would invite me, you know, and say, When you finish the drive to Mamilo, I was already here in, in Midland. And then I would drive to my mother to see my mom. And she says, no, I listen to you. Ah. And then I said, oh, you listen to me. Do you understand English? 
this no i don't understand i know your voice mm. i know when you're happy and i i can hear when you laugh mm. and then i i know that's my son and she tells me all the stories and then she says open those pots there's food there Ella, that's all you want huh? boy <laughs> and then i'll get this bloody tortoise there and pop <laughs> And then I would open because I want. She knows I, that's what I like. Mm. And then she says, mm. You can't do them anything. They can eat it in the morning, uh, lunchtime. Mm. You know, I'll tell you this, Kamapulana. My son Kimopulana, and so Mashoko Kimopulana. Yeah, I can't believe Hori. It's inside of him. Yeah, Bushwa. Yeah, Bushwa. I wonder whether Kimash. <laughs> or whether kidnama or how much at any time, what do you want to eat for supper? Pap and you can and mention the other things. Pap yeah. and vors, pap so, and pap and mass. Get a cow, this thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that was oh boy, what an upbringing. It was simple, it was free, it, it didn't have any hang ups, you know. And there was so much laughter. My mom would laugh out here, you know, in the farm, it's quiet. The houses are there, and they, if she's somewhere, I come at home because I'm very close to her. One mogai, and then they would say, Ukwa, habo mamang. and then I would hear the laughter there, and then I would say, My mom's there, you know, her laughter. And I, she, they would be laughing, many women, but I would catch my mom's laughter. You know, there's a song that you used to play a lot, and, and I never knew Donny Hathaway except through you. Oh. And the voice of Donny Hathaway was incredible. <laughs> And when I heard this song for the first time, I, I remember thinking, my God, these these people have, have got the essence of what the song was. So this is Beyonce and Luther Vandross, mm. The Closer I Get to You. And the only reason I know that song is it's because, because of, of that other one. It's because of you. Yeah. This is because of that other one. Because of you. <laughs> the Closer I Get to You. Oh, this is beautiful. to the eyes of love spend my day this is how i want to spend every valentine's i think going yeah. that's how i want to spend every valentine's the man when i think about love songs when i think about what made me want to be on radio i think about people like you when i shadow i think mm. those are the people that definitely made me want to be on the radio yeah, thank you for nice. spending the time with us thank you so I'm much i'm not even going to say goodbye today you're saying goodbye to our listeners okay today. Uh, thank you so much to me for having me around and reliving my excitement uh, and i really am thankful and uh, with every little feeling in my heart and every thought in my mind every little drop of blood in my vein i would like to say thank you so much for being so sweet to me without people like you we are nothing. And that's it. Yes. I hope you have a great Valentine. I hope I started you on the way. And the big request outside ne, from Bokatleho, producer Kat and everybody is Dandelion, Tevin Campbell. Goodbye yep. and we'll see you next week. Mm. 
This is CliffCentral.com.